your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Golden Knights. The NHL will shut down the league on Wednesday amid growing COVID concerns. The Golden Knights will try to first get in a game against Tampa Bay tonight at the Fortress. It's just one of two games on the NHL schedule. Jonathan Marchessault says the Misfit line has a friendly competition against the top line. Plus, we will have a golden memory as I look back at Shea Theodore's goal against Tampa four years ago in the final seconds. And we will preview tonight's big game against the Lightning. Fingers crossed it happens. It's all ahead. Hi again, everyone. I'm Tony Cardasco. Follow us at LockedOnVGK or me at Tony Dasco on Twitter. Hear my show, Saturday Sports Beat, each week at 8 a.m. on 98.5 The Fan Las Vegas and on the Odyssey app. And you can also hear me as a contributor on 11.40 a.m. The Bet. Amid an increase of positive COVID-19 test results, the National Hockey League is taking precautions by shutting down the league for the Christmas holiday break, and that's effective on Wednesday. That means, barring any positive test today, VGK and the Lightning will be playing Tuesday night, but the Golden Knights game against the Kings on Thursday has now been postponed. VGK is expected to resume play next Monday at the T-Mobile Arena against the Avalanche. So the Tampa Bay Lightning have been in town. They've been in Las Vegas since Sunday. The Lightning had boarded their plane for Denver on Friday, not knowing that their game against the Avalanche was canceled. The team decided to have practice on Sunday, and then they boarded a plane to come here to Las Vegas. The league shutdown will also affect the Lightning's scheduled game in Arizona on Thursday, so the meeting against the Coyotes is off. On Sunday, the Golden Knights in Tampa Bay were two of less than a dozen teams that did not have any players in COVID protocol. Teams have had to be safe in their travels and at home. The league tightened its preventative measures once again, as we have seen in the past at the height of the pandemic. There is daily testing. Both VGK and Tampa will be subjected now to COVID tests prior to the game on Tuesday, and we'll see if there will even be a game at the Fortress come tonight. Players should be wearing masks at club facilities and indoor spaces on the road. The Lightning also have had strict protocols enforced here in Las Vegas with limitations to eating on the road. And everything appears to be going back to the virtual meetings for now. VGK is taking precautions, too, with its media interview sessions, which must now be conducted via Zoom and not in person until further notice. It's not a big deal to shut down the league two days early for this break. Let the players go home to their families and stay safe with them. The league said more than 15% of its players are currently in COVID protocols. So far, 44 games have been postponed, including 39 over the past seven days. The last straw for the league, which had a day earlier said that there would be no NHL shutdown, was when the Blue Jackets and three Canadian teams, Montreal, Edmonton, and Ottawa, had their operations paused. Cross-border games were immediately postponed, and then everything else really fell into line. But do we really think that a shutdown for four days will be solving all the issues with the virus? The latest variant is spreading fast. Because 99% of the players have been vaccinated, Get the vax, Tyler Bertuzzi. There have been a low number of positive cases that have resulted in serious conditions or serious illnesses. 
While everyone is concerned about whether NHL players will be able to participate in the Olympics, I am just as concerned about a shutdown during the NHL All-Star Game weekend with all the festivities that are planned here. Do we really believe NHL players are going to be going to the Olympics in Beijing? Get out of here. Uh, I mean, the prospect of sending players there lessens with each and every COVID case. The league will, although not confirmed, probably be bringing back the teams together after a short all-star break and let everyone make up the games over a week or two span. Andy Strickland said on Monday that NHL sources are confirming the February break will be used to make up games instead of allowing players to participate in the Olympic Games. The league also will be having to review the schedule for teams that have missed more games than other. The other game tonight on the schedule, Washington at Philadelphia. Five games were scheduled for Thursday, including VGK and the Kings, but all those games are now off. I just still cannot believe that VGK has been able to outrun a major COVID outbreak. Just last week, they played in Boston, and then the Bruins were shut down as a team. They played Calgary before its outbreak, and some teams have had individual players removed due to COVID protocols that VGK has played. The Golden Knights have had mostly individual cases isolated. Jonathan Marcheseau missed the most games, I believe. I think it was like five games. And for now, team facilities can only reopen no sooner than 2 p.m. on Sunday, December the 26th. It's not a bad thing to just shut them down. That's when all the testing can resume. No player can enter a team facility unless they have had a negative test. Let's hope the Golden Knights can play against Tampa tonight. It should be a good one. And that would be a nice present between two cup contenders this holiday season. Coming up next, Jonathan Marcheseau is a competitor, and he wants his misfit line to outdo the VGK top line. We'll explain coming up next on Locked On Golden Knights. You listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge. You switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Because with Boost, you get the power of a free 5G phone so you can listen to all the latest episodes of Locked On Golden Knights. The power of 3G unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line so your family can harness all that brain power too. And the power of one of America's largest 5G networks so you can do it all at the speed of 5G. With all the money you'll save and all that knowledge you'll gain, just how powerful will you become? Switch to Boost Mobile and find out. Get a free A32 5G when you switch to one of America's latest 5G networks. More power to save boost mobile disclaimer free phone limited to new customers and one per line additional restrictions apply offers coverage not available everywhere not for all phones and networks see boostmobile.com for details thanks for making locked on golden knights your first listen it is free and available on all platforms i'm tony Cardasco. jonathan marcheseau calls it a friendly competition between the two top lines he said that when the top line was on fire, his misfit line said that they wanted to outscore the line of Stevenson, Pacioretty, and Stone. So let's, for argument's sake, just have a little fun ourselves. Compare the two lines. First games played. The misfit line, 73 games played between Marcia so, Smith, and Carlson. The top line with no nickname, 64 total games combined. The misfit line has 52 points scored, but the top line has 71. And you look at the top line, and it has been buoyed by Chandler Stevenson, the one-time fourth liner with Washington. Stevenson now with a team-high 30 points on the season. My personal team MVP has a plus-minus of 10, second to just Nick Hague 
Daegu has a plus 12 rating. The top line cooled off the past three games, and they played without Mark Stone due to an undisclosed injury on Sunday. They scored but two points over the past three games of the swing at the Rangers, Devils, and Islanders. Don't look now, but Marcheseau is backing up the second line of late. He has now scored five goals and has added a couple of assists over the past nine games. He has 14 goals currently, and he had the goal in the shootout against the Isles on Sunday. In Thursday's game against the Devils, he had the empty netter. He also had an assist on the power play goal. On the road trip, Jonathan Marcheseau started off things with a key goal in Boston. Marcheseau scored the goal with just six-tenths of a second remaining in the first period. And it increased the VGK lead, if you recall, to three to nothing, and it took away perhaps any thoughts of a Bruins rally in the third period. Boston had cut it to a two-goal lead with an early goal itself, and that began the third period, but the Bruins could get no closer. Jonathan Marcheseau is perhaps tired of all the publicity that the top line is getting these days. He wants to step it up for the second line. Remember, he missed the five games with the COVID protocols earlier this season, but he has come storming back. Marcheseau scored the 100th goal of his VGK career in the Vancouver game in November. He called VGK the pride of his career. His career best is 75 points in the Golden Knights inaugural season. I always see him as, say, a 25 to 30 goal scorer per season. I know Pete DeBoer realizes how clutch Marcheseau has been. This season, he has also had the game-tying goal against Dallas on the road before the Golden Knights came back to win in overtime. Didn't that goal come with like a minute to go in the game? Marchessault has also said that he takes a lot of pride in helping the team to win. Don't you wonder if there is a gentleman's wager in place? Um, Which line will be scoring the most this season for the remainder of the season? I do. I think it's getting very competitive, but it's also brought out the best in VGK's top two lines, the top six. Another partner on the Misfit line is Riley Smith, who is a part of preseason trade rumors, and there has been talk that perhaps the Golden Knights might not be able to afford renewing his contract at the end of this season. In a contract year, Smith has scored 24 points, including 10 goals. Smith, with an assist on Marcheseau's goal on Sunday, he is now just one point away from his total output of all of last year. In December, Smith has a goal and eight assists over the past 10 games. He has had two assists in the New Jersey game. One was on that Dylan Coughlin power play goal. Smith also had an assist on Marcheseau's goal in Boston. And that assist was his 400th career point. William Carlson is still having a hard time fitting in after missing a lot of early season action and then coming under COVID protocols. Carlson has just seven points in 16 games. And me, I just still feel, and I've said it before on this show, that Jack Eichel, if he comes around, he will play on the second line at some point. I can see that happening if they cannot get more scoring out of Carlson this season. But overall, I suppose the hot line now is the misfit line, the second line. They don't want the top line to outshine them, to outscore them. It's part of this friendly competition. And we'll see where it goes from here. There is something about this edition of the Golden Knights that has no quid in it. And as I said on Monday, it gets a different contribution from a team member or a different line nearly every night. I swear on the road trip, the team was losing its legs a few times only to come back like at Madison Square Garden in the second period, and again perhaps in overtime. And then in the Islander game when the Isles started to push a lot in the second period, but then VGK came back late. They even had some issues in the third period. But again, we are starting to see that this is a resilient bunch, and we are starting to see that more and more frequently. 
The Golden Knights got all eight points on the four-game road trip after going without an overtime game for a while. They had back-to-back shootouts against the Rangers and then against the Islanders in their new barn. VGK now with 20 wins on the season following that 1-4 start. Man, are they on a tear. Up next, a golden memory. I was right there, right behind the net when Shea Theodore scored the winning goal against Tampa some four years ago, almost to the date, and we'll have a preview of tonight's game, which is scheduled to be played pending COVID test results. You are listening to Locked On Golden Knights. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on your favorite sports. Bet Online has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKDOWN in all caps, LOCKDOWN in all caps, to receive your bonus. BetOnline has NHL lines, pro and college hoops, boxing, UFC, and even all of your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available during this 2021 season. BetOnline, where the game starts! Thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen. It is free and available on all platforms. I'm Tony Cardasco. The Golden Knights and the Tampa Bay Lightning will hopefully get tonight's game in before the NHL-mandated pause begins on Wednesday. The teams have not met since February 2nd of the 2020 season. VGK owns a 4-2 series advantage, and I personally wish the Golden Knights and the current two-time NHL defending champion Lightning would play more often. When I think of these two teams meeting, I can never forget the Golden Knights-Tampa Bay game of the first season. One of my friends who had seats about six rows behind the net, a little to the right, invited me to the game, the Golden Knights against Tampa. It was on December the 19th of 2017. It was a game that marked the emergence of a very unlikely hero, Shea Theodore, who had started the inaugural campaign in the minors when the AHL team was back in Chicago. And back in the good old days, the new kids on the block, the Golden Knights, scored its fourth power play goal of the night, as I recall, on Shea Theodore's goal with just 2.3 seconds remaining in a 4-3 Golden Knights victory, and that snapped a seven-game win streak for the then-first-place Lightning. There was a battle down low, and you could just see the clock ticking. Time was winding down. Theater was planted in the right circle, and we all stood up. It almost was like in slow motion, as we could see the beginning stages of a wicked slap shot unleashed by Shea Theodore, who put it in net against Andre Vasilevsky, who never saw the puck. The game winner with just 2.3 seconds remaining, We were all standing. We could just see it happening. It was unfolding. It was the trademark Theodore slap shot, a blast. To me, it really put this team on the map, and clubs around the league started to take notice of VGK. I remember Theodore saying afterward that the puck came out to him. He was just trying to shoot the puck as hard as he could and shoot it anywhere close to the net that marked Theodore's arrival. I swear, that moment again was just in slow motion. The second it left Theodore's stick, you could see it going into the goal. To me, it was perhaps the greatest regular season game early in the franchise's history. Tampa Bay already had 50 points heading into that contest. This has to be the most wonderful time of the year for Shea Theodore, who also scored twice on Sunday and had the shootout goal against the Islanders on the anniversary date of that game-winning goal against Tampa Bay. He must absolutely love December the 19th. As for this season, Tampa has had almost the same course as the Golden Knights. 
The Lightning also had a slow start, but now things are starting to click. The injury bug has also hit Tampa hard. Center Braden Point remains out of the lineup. He and injured Nikita Kucherov practiced on Sunday, but he won't be back until after the Christmas break, and then Kucherov's return is slated for sometime in January. This is the only game on what was scheduled to be a three-game road trip for the Lightning. The game at Colorado was canceled this weekend, and another game at Arizona was also postponed for Thursday due to the league shutdown. Tampa has played very well on the road this season. It's second to just Carolina in road point percentage, and they have won four out of their last five road games. Of late, the Lightning have been doing it with veterans like Steven Stamkos, perhaps their most consistent player, and Riley Nash joined the team. He's been contributing and adding some depth on the fourth line as the center. The Lightning have also relied on a lineup full of rookies at times. The two teams, VGK and Tampa, mirror each other with several key players injured in the early part of the season. This will become a puck possession game, I feel. It could be played at a slower pace than the Golden Knights are accustomed to. They will try to get out and transition. As always, the Golden Knights are now averaging three and a half goals per game this season. The Golden Knights will be welcoming back former teammate Pierre-Edward Belmar as he'll return to the Fortress. The third line has played well with Belmar centering Pat Maroon and Corey Perry for Tampa, and that line could give the Golden Knights fits with all of its veteran experience. This is a game between two division leaders, miraculously. The Lightning, they sit in first place with 42 points. They have 19 wins, and VGK has 20 wins after each team had that really slow start. Each team has a goal differential of 17 points this season. Let us all hope that COVID doesn't interfere with this game tonight. It should be a good one. Thanks for making Lockdown Golden Knights your first listen every day. Coming up on Wednesday's show, we're going to be recapping the Golden Knights-Tampa Bay game, test permitting. Now make your second listen, Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It is free and available on all platforms. I'm Tony Cardasco. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you again tomorrow right here on Locked On Golden Knights.